All right, man, did you see this the other day? I just came across this, and I thought this was so crazy to me. They are doing studies in Australia, which, number one, I'm trying to figure out how do I get to be a part of these studies. But they're doing these studies in Australia, and they have come <laughs> up with this amazing thought that I think we just need to share across the entire globe, and that is that drinking beer every night might actually lower your risk of dementia. They actually did a study of people over 60 years old. They drank two pints a night, and it showed that they were a third less likely to get dementia. I'm like, that's, I mean, that's mind-blowing. Isn't that insane? So, you know, and it's funny. I, I just saw a study come out uh, that uh, that my brother sent me about coffee, you know, caffeinated coffee, because it's like we know coffee has some health benefits, uh, that yeah. that's been a thing, but like they actually did like they're they're doing like side by side studies where it's like coffee uh, caffeinated is actually better for you too, and, and like can increase decrease certain heart disease things. And you're just like what? Like you know, I'm always like keep the caffeine down, <laughs> right? And then I'm like, I'm like what? You know, so who are these so doctors? <laughs> yeah, uh, listen, doing doing the work that needs to be done though. So that's I'm right. super super in on it, and more beer. Uh, more coffee. I think we're going to live forever. Just, just so you know. No doubt. I mean, they, and they've always told us that red wine was the right thing to do. Like, you know, they, I remember when my grandma was getting up in age, she literally came back from the doctor and was like, my doctor told me to start drinking a glass or two of red wine every single night before I go to bed. And I remember the first time I heard that and I was, my mind was blown. I just couldn't believe that was an actual thing. And here we are, people telling us to drink beer now. This is, this world is fantastic. I love it. I know I, things aren't so bad. Things <laughs> aren't so bad. Uh, on that note, uh, we've got a big, we have a big show today. So what, what are we jamming on? We are going to talk about actually how you specifically and our company specifically is using a really, really cool concept of opt-in giveaways to actually build marketing lists. We we talk about building lists all the time, and you have been coming up with some pretty cool ideas to use giveaways to actually do that. Yes. So, uh, yeah, a big part of what we do uh, at Serial Progress Seeker is we build lists, obviously. It's it's sort of our, our core thing about how we get new customers, how we get out sort of the things that we're doing so that we can actually make money on things. Obviously, uh, a podcast on its own makes zero money, you guys. I, I don't know if anybody... <laughs> Anybody catches that? You have to have sponsors or you have to like have some other mechanism. We're not super big on doing like too many sponsors outside of kind of our core stuff. Uh, but you know, our sponsors, quote unquote, are us and um, how we actually turn that into income as we build lists. So today we're going to talk about like what that process actually looks like. So let's dive in. Let's do it. All right, man, I got to tell you. Something I came across very recently that made me think specifically about what we're doing around here that was really, really cool. So uh, my wife and I took off. Obviously, St. Louis is, is where I'm based out of. And there are always these really, really cool events going on all the time. So we found right. out about this brand new festival that was going on in town called Pig and Whiskey. Now, if you're going to tell me that you're going to start making some barbecue and you're going to be serving mm -hmm. up whiskey, I mean... I don't, I don't know how I can raise my hand fast enough. We got there immediately. You know, it was it was the first year they had done it. It was actually put on by a really cool brewery here in town, and it was really really neat. It was a great little festival. They did it in a in their parking lot, and they had all these great vendors and everything. It's a really cool festival. But something I noticed that they were doing, 
at their entrances really piqued my interest. And it made me think of some of the things that we do around here. And, and what I actually want to get into today and talk to you about today was uh, they actually had this thing. And I'll make sure that we link it on our show notes. But they had these signs at every single entrance. And I'm looking at my phone because I actually took a picture of it because I thought it was really, really cool. And it was literally... Of course, a QR code, which we use QR codes all the time in our marketing, and especially when we're trying to draw people on the list and things like that. And it was a giveaway. They're giving away a $100 gift card to basically scan here. And I, I clicked it. It took me to a Google form. I put in my information. They're, they're obviously pulling my information, right? That's what they're going right. for. But on top of a giveaway for the $100 gift card, it also says get a free beer just for entering. And I'm like, okay, talk about a stackable offer that they're going to put right in front of me. Obviously, an extremely captive audience. I'm walking into their festival. So, of course, right. that's a, I took, a, took such that's a huge. picture of it. Yeah, it was really, really cool. But I, it got me thinking about some of the things that we do around here all the time and, and stuff I hear you talking about all the time. So, I mean, I mean let's, just, let's just dig right in. Tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, kind of how you're using opt-in giveaways, how you're seeing other people using opt-in giveaways to actually go about building your list. Yeah. So since I got started with this, um, and this was even before I even had, you know, the chiropractic office, uh, one of the core things that people kept beating into my head is I sort of delved into this digital marketing world was build a list, build a list, build a list, build a list. The money is in the list. That's what I just kept hearing over and over. And, you know, at the time you're like, okay, what, what does that even mean? And so, you know, we started, I started to kind of dig into this and, um, I signed up and at the time I was like, Oh, this is expensive and I better do something with it. I was like 20 bucks a month, by the way. It wasn't anything overly <laughs> expensive, but I, right. I was super broke at this time in my life. <laughs> and so it was 19 bucks a month and I signed up for this account and it was, um, you could build opt in forms, uh, and you could, when somebody signed up for that opt in form, you could send them something automatically when they sent, when, when they signed up. Yeah. And so, nothing over the top like crazy about that concept it's something you know we do every day we've been doing it for years at this point but at the time i was like somebody puts in their email address their name and their email and i can automatically program an email to go out with him without me having to do anything so there was this like really basic level of automation that i was like that's cool you know right um everybody that signed up to that list obviously afterwards i could send broadcasts to anytime i wanted to and so you know it hit me really quickly i was like okay so I can have something sitting out there 24-7 that is just waiting for people to sign up. And once they get on that list, it is open season for me to put offers in front of people. Yep. And, you know, it, coming from a perspective of just like very traditional business stuff, that was powerful. And, and you know, these days, this is something that most people are like, oh, it's no big deal. But I, I think the core thing for us is – Okay, well, that technology exists. It's existed for years and years and years now, but it's useless if you don't know how to get somebody to actually sign up for the list. That's right. And th that that's where this stuff really starts to kind of get interesting is what do you do to get someone to actually sign up for the list? And so, you know, this has evolved over time, but the core thing for me is, is I'm always focusing on something that if I can help it, doesn't take away from my bottom line. I'm not having to change to, to trade money for it. Like, like you're saying, with you know, one of the most effective ways to get somebody to opt into his list is give them a discount. Sure, super easy. I mean, yeah. and that, that is the easiest thing. It's a it's a super low, 
you know, effort into understanding why someone would sign up for your email or your text list or your mailing list to get that sort of discount. Well, that's great. Like that, that if you're just starting out and you can do that, absolutely set that up and you are going to get people to sign up for your thing. And right. in that, that whole vibe and the reason that's valuable, you're giving away a discount. You're taking a little bit of money out of your pocket on the front end to basically set up to where you can contact this person forever. And it's basically, it's like you're setting up your own radio station. You're setting up your own newspaper. You control that whole process. But the trade-off is you're having to give something away. Now, that's great. That works wonderfully. But where it starts to get really interesting is when you can give something away that is just information that you don't actually have to give away something of value that's actually pulling money out of your pocket. And so this is where we really focus at uh, with Serial Progress Seeker with anybody that we work with. It's, you know, maybe has a restaurant, maybe has a, a doctor's office. We're trying to give away information that uh, we can put together once that doesn't cost us anything each time that has just as much or more value than the discount that we would give away on something. And, and that's the key. And that, you know, if, if I could give out one point as to what we're going to cover, you know, in the next uh, few minutes, it's how do you build something that is information that can be given away forever that has more value than a discount? And mm -hmm. when you can start to put those things together, that's when you're in a very, very, very cool place. And so uh, what does that process look like? That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm specifically interested in like, uh, you know, give me an example because I'm, I'm not exactly sure I'm connecting. When you say information, give me yeah. give me an example of something that you're putting out there that you're seeing success with. So let's say that um, let's say that you're really into a restaurant, right? Like yeah. you love this yeah. restaurant and this restaurant has like at least uh, five or six things on the menu that you're just like nuts over, right? Yeah. And so you specifically go to that restaurant to uh, get that thing. Okay. Well, this is something that would scare the hell out of most restaurants to do. But any restaurant I've ever done it at, because they were brave enough to do it, it's worked incredibly well. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, there's this one restaurant here in town that they have this amazing Brussels sprouts recipe. Okay. Like, so you Gross. go in. That's yeah, disgusting. they they make, well, <laughs> no, Brussels sprouts that we grew up on. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> kill me. I don't want any of that, but like you put that tool, that, that vegetable into somebody's hands that knows what they're doing. And it's like, wait, where was this growing up? Like, oh, this is amazing. I'm so, intrigued. So, so the idea is this place has really, really good Brussels sprouts, something that like stands out because I'm like, that sounds awful. Why would you even put that on the menu? <laughs> yeah. But wow, I'm, I'm really into it. And because of that, it's, it's a conversation piece too. And it's one of those sure. things that spreads virally. But the idea is it's really good. The problem is, I have no clue how they do this. So the only way that I know to to do it is to go in. It, once they've started to establish this value um, in a community, and this is something that starts to spread, then there is value in that information. Now, this is where things get a little scary for businesses, but also very, very powerful. This restaurant could literally put together a one-page PDF, um, just a document that gives the recipe of exactly how to prepare those Brussels sprouts. And yeah. give it away for an email address or a phone number so that they could text people. Now, you're sit, probably sitting there thinking right now, like if you're at home listening to us, and you're like, why in the world would a restaurant take one of its really good selling items and give away the recipe for it? Well, it's because of this. Because I don't ever go to a restaurant um, 
because it's the only place for me to get something. That 99% of the time, yes, that's I, I, they've got great food. I want to go there. But most of the time that I go to a restaurant, it's because it's a special occasion or I don't want to cook, hmm. period. Yeah. So if you give me the recipe for something, maybe I make it one time. Maybe I make it you know, a little bit here and there. But I'm still going to this place to have someone make it for me because here's the other side that uh, all of our customers that do this have realized. You can give it away. They're still not going to make it. They're still going to order it from you. And they're probably going to order it more from you once they see the actual work that it takes to do it themselves. And so a perfect example of like, you know, whereas a lot of our restaurants give away a discount for something, a lot of our clients have actually built a huge list giving away a recipe that's a fan favorite. Uh, and you think, oh, will they lose money on that? They absolutely don't. It actually brings in more customers, plus their list grows faster and faster because everybody wants to know, what are the 12 herbs and spices? What is the Coke formula? Like, <laughs> right. listen, I'm not, I'm not going to make my own Coke. Like, it's just not going <laughs> to happen. But it's one of those things that comes off as a trade secret that someone wants to know the magic trick, but even though that you give them the magic trick, they're still not the magician. And so something like that works incredibly well to build a list for folks. And obviously we can get into more examples as we go through this today of like, you know, things we do in our online business, but that's a perfect example of taking something that's already information that's built into a, a company or a business that you put into an opt-in form that people are going to be like, "Yeah, I want to know what, how to do this." And even if they're never going to do it themselves. Right. Yeah. So are you seeing um are you seeing like other businesses and other brands that are that are kind of doing this? Are you, are you seeing anybody out there anybody that's like just really sticking out to you right now that's doing this and doing it really well? Uh, there's a lot of really, really good businesses doing a lot of cool things, but the majority of the folks that I see doing this really well lean more towards the digital marketing type folks, folks that have been exposed in this world for a long time because our whole vibe is, you know, our, our thing is I've run an information business forever. People pay me a lot of money for information that you know, I have acquired by reading and and doing research and like where I, where I go super nerdy to learn something, people pay me for the breakdown so they don't have to go super nerdy. And this is kind of the thing. It's like, so a lot of my friends that are like in this sort of digital marketing space, they got really, really good at putting together a video that they could give away on the back of an opt-in, putting together a short little PDF that they could give away on the opt-in, giving something that someone can consume quickly to instantly upgrade their brain on a certain topic. Um, that's valuable. And yeah. so a lot of the innovation that I see right now with that information style of opt-in that we're going to talk about is very much in the folks that are kind of in this digital marketing space. And that's what's really interesting. A lot of what we're seeing out in the world right now, this is the big opportunity, is a lot of folks are out there and the only way that they have to build their list is by giving a discount on something. And while right. that works really well um, – if you transition from the discount space over to the information giveaway space, um, you're getting just as many people on your list. You're building probably even better fans because you're teaching something, which is an easy way to bond with people. Um, And you're not sitting on this sort of situation where somebody's sitting on a coupon that maybe they'll never use because that's the thing. Coupons tend to accumulate. Um, how do you get someone really engaged with your brand? How, how yeah. do you get them really going? And you have to get them to try something that you're doing or you've got to teach them something. If you can do one of those two things, now you've got an actual engagement. And so that's why we we kind of we try to get away from coupons and discounts anytime that we can because while they do build the list, what's the actual conversion on that opt-in? Because it's not about yeah. the size of the list. 
It's about what these people on the list are actually doing when it comes to calling them to action. Yeah, and that that's specifically what I wanted to kind of touch on next because I was thinking, you know, because I'm sure now that you've been doing this for quite a while, there's you've probably had some serious flops along the way, oh, yeah. right? So, like, what <laughs> what out there in the past did you learn that led you to this point? Like, what what kind of things did you have to experience to kind of get you to the to this spot? So, one of the things that we always try to really think about when we're doing this, um, and this is just trial and error and learning the things that don't work is when you're building an opt-in, always start from the back of what you want to accomplish. And so when I'm building an opt-in, I don't think about the opt-in. I really think about, okay, what do I really want out of this whole engagement? And so a lot of times, you know, one of the core things that we're doing is we want to make a sale to be for someone to cross that line to become a customer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I want someone to buy something that is a software, let's say. So um, we've got softwares that's like $200 a month, let's say. Right. And what does that software do? What problem does it solve? Okay, okay. well, that, that aims us at the customer, right? From there, though, I've got to think, what is it that I can do or teach someone where the software has immediate value to their life, right? Yeah. So let's take it this way. Um, let's look at something like a software that we have called Customer Engine. Customer Engine is a list building tool. Okay. So you can build email lists, you can build uh, SMS lists, and you can communicate with those people. There's a lot of automation. So let's say I actually want to sell this tool to someone that has a restaurant. Okay. Let's just keep it real simple with that. Right. And so Customer Engine at $100 to $200 a month is the tool that I want to sell. That's the back. I want to get them in. I want to get them using it. Now, how I might do that is a multi tiered sort of thing. I may have a guide that I've put together that is a video course or a actual PDF that has, you know, maybe 20, 30 pages in it. And in those 20, 30 pages, I am giving you the Bible of how to grow your restaurant using SMS and email marketing. Okay. So oh. what I might, what I might do with that is I may price that because I want this to hold value in someone's mind. I may price that guide at something like 10 bucks. So, you know, standard, I'm going to go buy a book with this book is for my business. I can write it off. And it holds value because I actually paid for it. Okay, so software back here. We've got a guide that is valuable to the business because it teaches them how to do something specific. And we would be very specific, how to add an extra $10,000 to your restaurant sales each month using SMS and email marketing. That's the book, right? That's 10 bucks. So we're working from the back. We want to sell the software. To really value the software, you've got to understand how to use it to grow your business. So we sell a product that is 10 bucks that teaches how to do that inside embedded in that, you know, product, of course, is links to the software that you can use to go do it, which leads them to what we actually want to sell. But before that, you know, I don't want everybody that comes through the door to have to purchase something to get to into our core funnel, which is to get them into the software. So something that we can do to give away is we say, okay, let's take something from inside of this 30-page book that is one of the techniques that we teach, and let's actually take that down and put it into a one- to two-page PDF and give that away for free. Ah, okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we take a piece of what we've already got. We put it into a format that really quickly you can consume something that teaches you, and that, in turn, points you towards the book and the software. And so we would put together an opt-in page that says, hey, learn this very simple technique that's going to help you add 10K a month to your restaurant sales. 
We put that behind something where you give us your name, your business name, and your email address or your phone number or both. And then somebody opts into that. We send it to them directly. And then we have sort of a follow-up sequence that's going to say, hey, you want more of this stuff? Buy the book. Now, obviously, in that free thing we give away, there's also an advertisement for the full book that they can go grab in there too. Sure. But that's the process. That's a, you know, that's three different things, three steps that we want to get through. But the idea is what is the path of least resistance to get our ideal customer onto a list? And so we're actually creating a situation with that that we've got two kinds of lists. We have prospects that said, yes, I want the free thing. I want to learn this. And we've got customers who have spent at least nine, $10 on the book. Those two lists get marketed to in a different way, but now we've got people that we're ascending into this thing that gets them to where we ultimately want them to go, which is to purchase the software and be an active user in the software. The cool thing about this is if they bought the book ahead of time, I know that by the time they get the software, they're already somebody that knows how to use the software because that's what the book was teaching. Right. But also there's somebody that's all, that's super engaged in the process because they know what it takes before they ever signed up. So we have to do less onboarding with the customer that came in through this funnel than someone that maybe just said, oh, this is cool, this software. And then we have to teach them on the back end after they go through the software. So that's just a standard way yeah. of you know thinking about how do you build this funnel so that every piece actually connects rather than saying, okay, let's build an opt-in and then, okay, well, what are we going to do next to get them to this place we want to go? And if you think from the back like that, typically your funnels do really, really well um, and like I said, anytime I've ever messed an opt-in funnel up, uh, it's because we started on the front rather than the back. Sure. Yeah. Well, it makes all kinds of sense. I mean, it's essentially marketing one-on-one. You're taking them through an entire customer journey. You're kind of laying the breadcrumbs along the way and you're trying to get them to the pot of gold, but it's also a lot of psychology built in there is what it sounds like because, you know, it's along the way, not only are you taking them through, but you're also reacting to their actions you know they've they've raised their hand and said hey i'm interested so then you've got to be able to react and and build things that are going to take them into that next step so what kind of things do you have out there that kind of you know maybe from a tool standpoint you touched on customer engine but i know you're using multiple uh things throughout the the, throughout the journey so what what all do you use along the way and, and and kind of how do you walk them through that process so for me, you know, the process really comes down to like, how are you building the, the core pieces of the puzzle from an email and SMS list? Customer engine is, is sort of what we use. That's, yeah. that's we, that's how we build the opt-in pages. That's how we deliver the content. Um, that's the core stuff that we've got there in terms of like how we build, um, the actual giveaways. Uh, a lot of times we build them inside, like first I'll write something in like a Google doc, like so super free, just get out there, you know, any Gmail accounts you've got, Google docs. Yeah. And we write out kind of what's the step-by-step process. Then I'll use something like Canva to make it pretty. Um, so Canva is a graphics program that we use. And you can literally go into Canva and there's all these templates to take text and make it look good, especially if you want to put like pictures and stuff next to it, if you got like screenshots and things. And so we we build it out that way. The real the real interesting thing about combining those things is is it work? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. it's absolutely it's absolutely work. But the idea behind putting the things together that way is once you get done, you've got this thing that can literally work for years to build up. I, I think the deeper piece of this is really getting to the, into the, like you said, the psychology of what we're doing at every step. Because there's really something embedded here that I don't talk about a lot that we should absolutely talk about today. Yeah. And it's at every step, you are getting someone closer to the actual problem they have. 
and, and this is a tough concept for people that don't do marketing every day to understand. But once you understand it, everything sort of changes. You have to understand most people, even if they have a problem, have a very limited surface level understanding of the problem. And as marketers and, you know, people that want to sell ethically, like not trick people into buying stuff, but buying something that's actually going to help them. Right. What we want to do is we want to get them to what the actual problem is. And so what you find in, in sales and marketing is, and anything that you're really an expert on is most people really have a very narrow and shallow understanding of what their problem actually is. They're like, my knee hurts. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, your knee hurts. Um, you know, it hurts more when it, when it rains. That, that's the limit to what a lot of people understand about why their knee hurts, you know, why they're having that problem or any problem across the board. And through a funnel, what you should be doing to get someone to the next stage in your funnel is you should be showing them what the real problem is. So as you educate them on how to solve that problem, you've got to get them to a place where they understand what the actual problem is. And so maybe with the knee thing, you get them, okay, do this and it's going to help you. Now, the reason this actually helps you is because these are the mechanics of the bones and the ligaments and the muscles that are actually causing this. Now, the solution that we're giving you to fix that problem is actually only temporary and it's going to give you stabilization. But the second you take that brace off, the second that you stop this exercise or you really push it, that knee's going to give out on you again. But when you understand that these three things are what causes it, this next thing actually becomes more important to you. This mm -hmm. next solution that's down the road is more important to you. So what we're actually doing is Sometimes we think of it as we're creating bigger problems for people as the funnel goes through, but we're not actually creating them. We're just revealing, hey, you thought this is what your problem was. This is going to solve that problem, but here's the actual underlying problems that are causing this. These are the things that you actually solve to have this, and we're creating a deeper understanding. So the next thing in our funnel that maybe they want to actually purchase or ascend to next is the thing that's going to solve the underlying or the more detailed problems. And so as you're going through a funnel, as you're selling, and if you were doing it ethically, what you're doing is you're actually giving people the details of what are the actual pieces of this. So photography, I'm looking – and the reason photography comes up is I'm looking at a Canon camera right now, like <laughs> you know, doing video, and I'm looking at a Canon camera right now. Now, I bought this camera because you know I wanted to do video, but I started doing photos. Now, when I really got into this, I was like, okay, I need a, I need a camera that has – this type of lens to do this thing. All right. Now, that was cool at first. So I learned about that. But as I got the camera, as I started digging into it, there was all these things. Oh, what's a what's white balance? What is, you know, what is the, the way this zoom works? What is the F stop? Like, you know, you learn about all <laughs> these pieces. And once I learned that those things existed and they were important to what I was trying to achieve from shooting a video or shooting a photo, then I was like, okay. What is the cheat sheet to get this stuff down fast? Okay, well, that's something I could purchase. All right, cool. Now, from there, oh, man, I didn't know you could do this thing once you started going down this path. Oh, there's a course that teaches me and someone's going to walk me through it. And so they've ascended me by actually teaching me the deeper layers of how this camera works. And I become a little more interested, a little more interested because I can see more of what I can do as I become more interested. There's no way you could give me the back end course right away until you sort of educate me as to why that course is important to me in the first place. And so when we think about opt-ins, that's the reason you work from the back is because most people have no interest in learning the nerdy parts about something first. 
They yeah. want to attack the surface level of a problem. But once you give them some relief at that surface level and you give them something, then they will dig a little deeper as to, okay, what are the, what are the little minute details to this? And if I learn about each of those things, you know, does that help me solve this problem in either in an even greater way and give me more value for it? And so that's, that's the real core key behind what we're doing with, with, you know, an email opt-in or an, or an SMS opt-in or a mailing list opt-in is we're giving the solution that is the surface level. And that's giving us the opportunity on the back with what we deliver to people to really start educating them on the pieces of the puzzle. And at the same time, setting us up for the actual sales that we want to make. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. It, it sounds to me, it's some, the picture that you painted in my head that I'm thinking of right now is like, obviously, we've got this big, beautiful mansion with all these amazing rooms with all these great activities spread out through it. But we really got to focus on how we're getting people through the door. Like, how are yeah. we actually pushing them through the door? So when I think about that, like, do you have any, I don't know, small best practices that you use specifically, so, you know, specific tips that are really good for actually, you know, how do we get someone to knock on that door and actually walk through? Think about how with whatever, whatever problem you actually solve, most people, like I said, get real nerdy about it too fast. Um, and, and, you know, I think about this as like as dating. And, you know, you got to start small. You got to start with an opening line. You got to start with a, you know, a hello, how are you? Oh, wait, are you going to give, are you going to give tips on opening lines for dating? Oh, we could could definitely do that. That sounds really fun too. And, and (laughs) if you did, if you did everything I told you guys how to do, it would go horribly wrong for you. So, um, but, but the idea here is, is how do you get them through the front door? And so I really always focus on when I'm building a, let's say I'm building an opt-in page, a page, because this is the mystery to a lot of people. What do I say on that page in the headline? Oh, what do that's I so true. Say? That's so true. Yeah, yeah that's what, so what hard. <laughs> right. And so it really breaks down to four things. It's this is who I am. Um, this is what I've got for you. This is why you should care. And this is what you should do next. And so this is that's the idea. Like when I say this is who I am, okay, why should you listen to me on this topic? You know, it's not just how my name's Ben. I'm Ben and I am a chiropractor or, you know, I, I've been on digital marketing and, and making money for this many years. Like give some credentials about who you are. Sure. Um, this is what you've got. Um, so this is the thing today. I'm going to teach you the 10 ways that you can add a thousand dollars a month to your bottom line in the next 30 days. So that's the thing I got for you. Um, this is why you should care. So, you know, that's a feature esque sort of thing. We want to really get into more benefits. This is going to allow you to have freedom of time uh, so that you can go hang out and you know, have have not have to wake up to an alarm. You know, give them something that's like visceral that they can feel that, okay, this is an actual thing. You know, money, cool. More money in my life. Why does that matter to me right now? You know, mm-hmm. why specifically to me? And the more you can be locked in on this particular person in this particular situation, that's key. Like if you're speaking to real estate folks, it's got to be something that has to do with the real estate industry. It's not just about making money. It's how do I make money in this thing that I'm already doing, right? Right. Or this right. thing that I'm already interested in. And then you got to call them to action. What do they do next? And so those are the things that I'm always really thinking about when we actually put together an opt-in page is in a short period of time and in a headline in a short little video that's maybe a minute and a half, two minutes, how do I tell people this is who I am, which is my credentials, this is what I've got for you, this is why you should care, this is what you should do next. And if we can get those things across very, very well, then somebody's going to give us our information, their information, so that they can get the answer to their problem. And 
from a headline perspective, you know, really digging into that, you know, because I think that you can take that and be like, okay, well, that helps, but it doesn't really get me there. I always think of headlines like this. How do I do this X thing in Y amount of time to get Z benefit? So that's mm-hmm. that's the whole thing is be very, very specific. How can I do X thing in Y amount of time to get Z benefits? And if you put those things together, you really start to get to where you want to go. And as I said, the more specific you can be about a person that is reading that page and what situation that they're actually in saying, okay, this is only for people that are in real estate. This is only for people that are trying to lose you know, that last 20 pounds, or this is for people that are trying to lose a hundred pounds. Be very specific because those audiences are very, very different, even though it's the same niche, the weight loss niche, right? So that's the idea is is when you're putting together that opt-in page, think about those things. And as long as you know where the back of your funnel is, where the end of it, the bottom of that thing is, this all starts to sort of add up the way you want it to. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, all makes a lot of sense and, and, and really kind of closes a lot of, uh, a lot of holes, I feel like. And, and something, so something I, that I, I'm thinking about now is, okay, you've painted a really good picture of the opt-in process here. And, and I, and I know that's the, the reason that we're actually discussing this today, but, but I, I'd, I'd love to know any tips you have for making sure that when we do get them through that door, how do we keep them walking around and, and shopping and, and looking at different things? You know, how do we, how do we actually maintain their attention? Cause obviously we're, we're very focused on the opt-in and that's exactly what we're talking about today, but it's only so good is once you get them through the door, if you get, can keep them there. So what, how, how important is that to your entire process? Uh, it's huge. Um, you know, one of the things, and I know we've got a whole podcast coming up where we're going to talk about like, hey, how do you actually create a campaign that, you know, what do you write in a campaign that you send to people? And, and we'll cover that because that's a whole podcast in itself. Sure. Um, that could be a whole book or three books in itself, but we'll do it in a podcast soon. Um, but the, the core thing that I really think about is frequency. This is what most people mess up is they build a list and they get people through the door. Maybe they've got a follow up or two but they're not communicating with that list on a regular basis. I want to make sure that I am talking to the people that are on my list. I want to talk to them at least a couple times a week. And somebody's sitting at home listening to this right now, or they're in the car or they're at the gym. They're like a couple times a week, I got to write an email. Uh, I've been writing an email almost every day for the last 10 years. And I understand that when you first get into that, that's like a daunting task to even think about doesn't have to be overly complicated. The key is, is if somebody signed up for your list and you're emailing them and they're, they haven't unsubscribed, they actually want to hear from you. Now that's right. not going to be the, everybody that's on your list, but there's people that really like your brand. They like your business. They want to know what's going on. And so when I'm actually sending out an email, I used to get scared of sending out an email because I was like, well, I work so hard to get people on this list. What if I lose them? Well, a list that's huge makes no difference if they're not doing anything. And so the idea is, write your emails in a way to let people know what's going on inside of your business to let them know what offers they can take advantage of, but be completely okay with losing people on your list that don't want to be there. And every email that I write is designed not only to pull the people that we want in closer and to get them to buy things, but to also push the wrong people away so that we're not we're not having to deal with that. Remember, when you're sending out things on a list, the more you send out, um, the more deliver, especially with the email, the more deliverability goes down as people don't open your emails. And so I really want those people, I don't want them to just stop opening emails if they're not interested. I want them to actually get off the list 
so right. that they're not they're not in that vibe because that and there's lots of things you can do on that. But the idea is don't be afraid. And if I could give any advice, don't be afraid to send out an email or two a week and see what happens. Even if you have no idea what you're writing to people, just let them know what's going on in your business in your and even in your personal life and what specials you've got going on right now or what products that you want to sell that day. Keep it to one thing that you want to do per email, but send it out and see what happens. And you can literally look at your numbers. How many people opened up this text message? How many people actually opened up this email? You can see those numbers inside of what you're doing. And then you can say, okay, did that subject line work? <laughs> did yeah. that did that promotion work? How many people that opened this actually went and clicked and bought? And you can measure all those numbers. And over time, what happens, especially when you're emailing out at least a couple times a week or you're texting out a couple times a week, you start to realize this is working and this isn't. So that's how it works. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. I, I And, you know, we've talked about it here before, and it's a drum that we continue to bang all the time, how important it is for marketers and entrepreneurs, business owners across the globe to build a list. And opt-in giveaways seem like just such a really fun and 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 and. Uh, you know, graspable concept that's, uh, you know, engaging way to build a list, not only engaging, but incredibly effective. So uh, thanks for uh, for kind of digging into that. That's that's all really good stuff. Oh, my pleasure, man. Like I said, it's one of those things that if you if you're talking about anything that can change your business, like overnight, it's getting one of those into your business and having something automated on the back end that actually converts people to a customer. And once you start getting into that, everything is different from that day forward. And so that's why it's so powerful. 